0: at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show.
1: It's hour two, and as we continue to cover everything and anything in the world of travel with you, hello again, everyone. Welcome back for more RM World Travel. We're now just a few minutes past 11 a.m. Eastern time here in the New York City area, and we very much appreciate you being here with all of us. All right. Well, we have show friend Andy Pastor waiting patiently for us on the show hotline, so we want to maximize our time with him and discuss Boeing, the 737 Max, and some other aviation items with him as well. So let's get right to him.
2: Yeah, Andy. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. It's a little early out there Hello, nice for you to in be California. With you. How are you?
3: Hope everyone is, I'm going to hope everyone is safe on your end. We are, Thank we you. are well, Andy. Yes. Nice to hear
1: your voice for sure. So listen, the planes are piling up at Boeing as airlines delay or cancel deliveries. This week, their CEO outlined plans to slash more productions and jobs and discuss some other other ways, we'll just put it that way right now, to conserve some cash uh, as the coronavirus continues to take its toll on the company. But Boeing was in really a weakened position to begin with because of its 737 MAX situation, and all the grounding. So what are you hearing about the plane's ability to get recertified at this point and airborne again? So I would say
3: that we're in the seventh inning stretch of this long 737 MAX song. It's been going on for 18 months. And as I look at it, it has sort of three different phases. The first phase was a intense political battle debate argument uh, really about the rest of the world, raising questions about how aggressively the FAA, um, looked at and uh, monitored and what kind of oversight they had over the design and certification of the aircraft. Then we had a long period where there were lots of serious technical issues that were being um, examined, looked at, assessed, things that never had been looked at, at um, with such intensity and depth on this plane, everything from where the some wiring is located to um, what's called a a a control wheel which moves the the, um, horizontal stabilizer in the back of the plane that pilots have to, by hand, crank under certain circumstances, which seems like a really strange thing on a 21st century aircraft. And now we're in the third phase, and that is the FAA, I think, and for the most part international regulators have solved most of the technical issues or at least come to consensus on them. And now the stage is how can the FAA convince the public And how can regulators overseas convince their public that it's safe to fly? So now you're having a situation.
1: That's very concise, the way you put that there.
2: Thank you for that. Andy, we are all big Boeing fans here on the show, but the Lion Air crash in late October 2018 and the Ethiopian Airlines crash in March 2019 has already cost Boeing uh, the one CEO, and now we've got David Calhoun who took over. Um, I'm really – I'm curious if you think that the hardball that Boeing has seemed to play with the FAA – in terms of adding to all these delays, do you think that this has cost Boeing in terms of revenue, but also, really importantly, in terms of just industry goodwill? And do you think it's really tainted this 737 MAX for the future?
3: I think it certainly has cost them time, and stat- the stature of the company has been reduced both among the flying public and among regulators and in the industry. Big questions about the kinds of um, strategy they use in dealing with the FAA. And now at this point, yes, and I think it will it, it, it will forever taint the max to some extent. But the question is, the FAA is now going out of its way to solicit public comments, solicit comments from uh, outside experts, and to show the world that they have done the most thorough job they could to vet this aircraft. So the question is, will they be able to show that? Will people believe them? And if if that's the case, then down the road five years from now, perhaps this will will be a major problem that they were able to overcome. If not, it will be a continuing problem that will haunt the aircraft and the company, really, for the foreseeable future.
4: Uh, Andy, Rudy Max here. How many airlines are saying, no thanks, I know we put in an order, but we're not going to take them?
3: Well, that's a good question, and unfortunately, nobody really knows. Much of these negotiations are behind the scenes. It's clear that the airlines, most of them, I would say all of them, are not nearly as eager for the aircraft as they were. Southwest, for example, continues to say it's very fuel efficient and they want the aircraft and they're eager for the aircraft. But it's clear that they're not going to be taking them at the rate that they initially expected. And, of course, Boeing's production rate for these aircraft has been substantially slashed, uh, looking. Looking ahead, I would say that it depends on the airline and their position, but Boeing has a lot of trouble because they have a huge number of aircraft already produced which haven't been delivered, and so it's very hard for them to start producing at any seriously significant rate, a significant rate, and then try to sell those, deliver those aircraft. they basically have to work off the inventory. And that's going to take a a year
1: or two. Andy, that's a good point because, you know, you look at Airbus is having its own issues. We're not going to get into Airbus today. You know, but when I see that Boeing production, for example, the 737 MAX, uh, they say it's going to be down to 31 planes per month. I know that they're going to be down to producing just six of the 787 Dreamliners, two of the 777s per month. That's not only going to be hard for the company and its employees, it's certainly not good for America and our economy either. Especially, I've heard, you know, they may be looking to shut down 787 production in South Carolina. Uh, So that's a big issue. Wouldn't you agree, Andy?
3: Totally agree. The impact is greater than was initially expected for Boeing, for the industry and for the country in terms of the fall off in aircraft production and of course airline um, traffic. And, and as you look as you look out, every month or two, there are these um, indications that maybe things are getting better, and then the curve turns downward again. And that's exactly what happened in uh, in uh, I would say June and July. And uh, the airlines are back to saying that traffic will be nowhere near where even where they initially expected it to be by the end of the year. Uh, once the pandemic started and uh, Boeing's rates have uh, production rates have really been slashed and it's possible they could go down further.
1: Well, Andy, listen, we always enjoy these check ins with you. You always bring it. You always do. Folks, if you don't read Andy in the Wall Street Journal, I would encourage you strongly to do so. He has some great information that he's always sharing. Have a great rest of the day and a terrific weekend. OK, Andy
3: and everybody take care of yourself. Thank you.
1: Thanks. Care. You too. Take Thank you. Care, you Andy. Andy. Uh, well, there we are. We got a report from him. Uh, and, you know, it, it's just an Airbus, by the way, they, they announced yesterday. I mean, Mary Rudy, you probably saw that they're going to also be slashing the A350s, which is the competitor to the 787 and also the 320 Neos. Yeah. Uh, they're yeah. going to be and slashing I saw
2: Air Canada is, is also thinking of cutting right on the 737. And I wonder and in, right in, in the 737 money.
4: Max, I wonder how much of airlines saying, no, nah, we don't want it has to do with Demand just because so many people aren't flying, right. they don't need it, think, and how yeah. much are, they're worried that people won't fly it.
2: Well, yeah. probably a combo, all right. right? Well, we're
1: going to leave that there, mm-hmm. uh, folks. Uh, if you have any comments on this, you want to share it with us, just email us. You can do it all at rmworldtravel.com. dot com. We love getting your comments, uh, and uh, we'll certainly will respond to you, and uh, maybe even talk about something on the air. But right now, we are going to take a quick sponsors break. When we return, it's going to be the personal connection segment of the show. And from where I think this interview may go, uh, it should be both inspirational and more proof of how the world of travel impacts all of us. Don't go anywhere. We'll be coming right back in three minutes. Whether you're working from home working out or relaxing by the pool now is the perfect time to get a pair of premium wireless earbuds and Raycon started about half the price of other premium brands but sound just as good. Raycon's Everyday E25 earbuds are their best model yet as you'll get six hours of use seamless Bluetooth pairing more bass plus a more compact design that provides a comfortable noise isolating fit perfect for conference calls video chats binge watching or even listening to this show. Get 15% off now at buyraycon.com carry or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Buying furniture can be such a hassle but allform.com carry makes it simple and is delivered right to your door in days we're talking high quality handmade in america armchairs sofas sectionals and love seats they're premium products at affordable prices all form furniture can be customized in all types of colors fabrics legs shapes and sizes and comes with a forever warranty they offer a 100-day trial delivery is free and financing is available too check them out today at allform.com carry and save 20 percent, or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors
4: with all the uncertainty in the world, feeling safe at home has never been more important. That's why you need to know about Simply Safe Home Security. Simply Safe has made it easy to finally get protection for your entire home. You order online, set it up yourself in under an hour, and your home is protected 24/7 with emergency dispatch for break-ins and more, for just 50 cents a day. Head to simplysafe.com/carry and get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. That's simplysafe.com/carry, that's C-A-R-E-Y, or for more info visit armworldtravel.com and look under sponsors.
1: We're all making adjustments during these challenging times, but one thing remains unchanged. How much we depend on our vehicles. Most vehicles have more problems over the summer months. It's why we encourage getting CarShield coverage before summer breakdowns pile up. Their protection plans take care of expensive repairs, so you don't have to. You pick your mechanic. There are no long-term contracts or commitments. Plans are flexible with rates as low as $99 a month. Get covered at 800-CAR-6000 or CarShield.com. Use code CARRY to save 10% or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. As we move right along today, everyone, Mary and I are ready to get to our personal connection segment of today's two-hour live broadcast, and also say hello to a new show sponsor, allform.com carry.
2: Buying furniture can really be a hassle, but allform.com slash carry makes it so simple, and it's delivered right to your door in days. We're talking high-quality, handmade-in-America, armchairs, sofas, sectionals, and love seats. They're premium products at affordable prices. We're loving our new all-form furniture. It can be easily customized in all shapes, sizes, colors. You can pick fabrics, legs, and more, plus They come with a forever warranty, and whether you choose yours in leather or their durable fabrics that are spill-stain and scratch-resistant, they
1: look great and they're super comfortable. This is furniture you'd expect to find at a higher-end store, but because you're buying direct from their American factory, it ships easy at low pricing for great savings. They offer a 100-day trial. Delivery is free. They have financing options, and if you don't love it, they'll come pick it up for free with a full refund. Now, you may be thinking, a couch or a chair in a box, Robert and Mary? That's not possible. Well, it is. It's easy to put together. We did it in minutes. No tools are needed. Check them out today at allform.com carry. Save 20% off anything you purchase or there's a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All
2: right. Our next guest got his private pilot's license at 17 while a senior in high school. He served in our military and currently flies as a regional pilot based in Greensboro for United Express. But aviator Cortland Savage is in our personal connection segment today because when he's not flying, he spends his time running the nonprofit organization he founded called Fly for the Culture. Cortland,
1: Mary, and I appreciate you being here with us today. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me.
5: Well, nice to have you this
1: morning with us. So before we get into Fly for the Culture, we want to let our listeners know a little bit about you. I think that's important to do. You served America as an Air Force Reserve crew chief on the C-17 Globemaster. Love it. Uh, But you also were an officer in the U.S. Navy where you flew the F-A-18 Super Hornet. So a sincere thank you for your service to our country. Oh, you're welcome. Well, thank you very much. So I enjoy going to air shows, love helicopters, and have flown in some vintage aircraft, but I'd love to fly in an F-A-18 Super Hornet or the newer F-35 Lightning, frankly. (laughs) What's it like to fly a piece of equipment like that?
5: Oh, it's it's amazing. It's it's really fast. I've been to speed of sound. You know, the uh, aircraft can do pretty much anything from, you know, flying inadvertent to, you know, dropping bombs and landing on aircraft carriers. So it's definitely a blast. I enjoy doing it and And, you know, I love serving my country.
1: Well, that's That's great great. to hear. So I want to ask you, I guess, the next thing. When did you found Fly for the Culture? And share with everyone listening right now around the country how the idea came about to start the organization and really what it's all about.
5: Uh, So I started Fly for the Culture in 2018, March of 2018. And I basically started it because as a... Uh, Naval aviator flying F-18, I noticed that I was one of the two uh, black pilots in the whole entire squadron. And after talking to a lot of individuals and a lot of young people, and including myself, I realized that the problem is that their aviation has not been introduced to a lot of minorities and women. But I feel like this, it's a lack of knowledge, and I wanted to use what the young people use all the time, which is social media. Being young myself at 29 years old, I'm on social media all the time. So I decided to use uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and even LinkedIn to basically advertise aviation to the younger people. I mainly use Instagram because that's what the younger people use the most right now. And basically, I created this and just started showing pictures of young individuals flying, uh, minorities and women, and also of myself taking young folks on introductory flights, which I do for free do two donations that we receive to the organization Good for you. and basically we just invite them up to the airport and go for a free flight take pictures and post it on our social mm. media and kind of promote aviation yeah. and diversity all at the same time
2: that's fantastic so now you're talking to the other half here who likes aviation but has no desire to fly in a super Hornet but I am very grateful for your service Cortland <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> thank you a little afraid of those uh, those pieces of equipment so as a parent the mom and me wants to just hear briefly about your parents um, I did read that you actually had a fear of hyperlink when you were young you did not grow up necessarily wanting to be a pilot when you told your parents you wanted to fly how did they help you
5: uh, actually when i told my parents that i wanted to fly they didn't believe me they, they didn't take me seriously <laughs> because i never finished anything and i started from sports in uh, middle school to high school or anything um you know because the way i got into aviation is actually a very funny story i uh, never thought about flying i never dreamed even about flying and the year was uh, 2008. I'm a senior in high school. I'm about to graduate. And I'm thinking, like, what, what am I going to do with life? Well, you know, I thought I wanted to be a train conductor, but I purchased a game called Microsoft Train Simulator, and I thought it was the most boring thing i ever done. Right, so
1: that was gone, so right? Was like, oh. yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah, so that was gone. So I just uh, – I remember going to the airport with my dad at the credit union, which it happens to be at the Charlotte Douglas Airport. And I remember seeing the planes, and I'm like, huh, I wonder what that would be like. So I, I Googled a local flight school. Uh, took an introductory flight and I fell in love with aviation. And yeah. I actually came about through a uh, just a bet, just joking with my friends. I said, if a, if a black man becomes president, I'm going to go fly a plane. And sure enough, President Barack Obama was elected. And there you and were. I went to go fly so you a
1: had plane. to do oh it at that goodness. point, Courtland. You had to do it. Yeah.
5: You yeah, had to do it. I yeah. fell in love with aviation from from there on and graduated high school early, enlisted in the Air Force, started becoming a maintainer on uh, aircraft. As as well as uh, obtaining my private pilot license at the age of 17 through my parents, who co-signed for me a a pilot loan, and I paid for the loan by watching positive pans at the hospital where I worked
2: that's exactly what I want to get to now and um, because the, first of all they must be incredibly proud of you but it is expensive and you really are helping kids who don't have easy access to this as you said you offer introductory flight lessons for free so let's talk about some of these kids what's it like for you to take them up and expose them to flying
5: like I said as you guys know I flew to f-18 I've been sound I dropped bombs I fought aircraft in the sky I land on the aircraft carrier but no feeling is greater than just when the plane lifts off with that kid in there who has never even been flying more or less to an airport and just to see their eyes, everyone's afraid. Like, I'm afraid of heights. I'm afraid of heights. I'm afraid of heights. I'm afraid of heights. A lot of people aren't actually afraid of heights. Their fear that they have is of falling. But I have never taken a kid up who was afraid after after we actually took off and they actually want to go again. So it's, it's one of the most amazing feelings to see them, you know, trying something new and, and finding a passion that they may not have that they, they
1: had. Well, I, I, I definitely can see that. that. You know, I, in addition to flying with the kids on introductory flights, I actually saw that you're also able to offer tours to aviation facilities. And one that particularly jumps out to mind is a partnership with American Airlines. So talk with us about that and how the students reacted to being behind the scenes on that facility tour. Mary and I have done that with Delta. Uh, so what was it like being with American Airlines?
5: Yes, so basically American Airlines reached out and we started working together and basically we took West Charlotte High School on a tour to American Airlines Simulator facility here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And it would end up being a whole field trip, took a whole day. So they, they I know the kids were excited and had to do schoolwork that day. And they loved it. They really loved uh, you know, we had pilots from american airlines including myself i'm not a pilot with american airlines but i hope to be one day and we uh spoke to the kids and gave them a tour of the actual simulators the multi-million dollar simulators and the facilities and you know uh, most of the kids ended up wanting to become pilots by the end of the, day, end of the day
2: so and from what i understand you offer scholarships and you really have a whole program going on here for kids right
5: Yes, we, we have gave away one scholarship at the very mm-hmm. beginning of $1,500 for a student to continue to, or obtaining his private policy license. We're in the process of establishing more scholarships. We're a fairly new nonprofit, with just... Right around two years, so we're currently still a startup nonprofit, and we're currently, you know, working on getting more scholarships out there to
1: grow. Well, yeah. you know, uh, as I'm listening to you, one of the things that I love is not only changing the lives of these kids, I can also hear it, it's changing your life as yeah. well. So really, we've got a little over maybe about a minute, minute and a half or so. I want you to tell the country that's listening right now, and I want to give the website, folks. We want to go check it out, flyfortheculture.org, flyfortheculture.org. So I'll make sure I got that in. But what's your ultimate hopes for the organization? organization, Courtland,
5: my ultimate whole the organization organizations actually want to turn this into a nonprofit flight school where we can obtain donations to help these students out uh, with the cost of obtaining your pilot's license. Because just starting out, as your private pilot's license it costs anywhere from ten to twelve thousand dollars, and to go through the whole program to become an actual airline pilot it can run you anywhere from eighty to hundred grand. So basically, we want to c- cut that cost in half. We have flight instructors who are willing to donate their time to help teach these students. We're also working with local flight schools in the area who are willing to give a discounted rate on their aircraft. So what we really feel like we can cut this cost in half and get some of these individuals who may not have the financial ability to get through this program. So that's what I hope to see at the end, that this is a flight school, and basically we're creating pilots. Those same pilots become flight instructors and go create more pilots, and basically now we're making the aviation community a little more diverse and uh, giving everyone a shot.
1: Well, with the passion that you are exuding, I I know you're going to be successful. We're going to definitely stay in touch with you. We really thank you for giving us a little time this morning. And uh, the best to you folks. Again, the website, flyfortheculture.org. Cortland, have a great rest of the weekend, okay? And stay in touch. All
5: right. You too. Thank you. Thank
1: you. I hope to meet you someday, Cortland. Take care. Hope to
5: meet you as well. Take
1: care. Take care goes I think Cortland. love his passion. What a uh, dream,
2: but he's putting it into practice. Cortland is
1: a pilot that I think even Bobby, our engineer, would go fly with <laughs> since he hates to fly. Folks, right I now as we Cortland. head towards 1130 a.m. Eastern time here on Saturday, August 1st, we need to pause briefly for some sponsor messages, but there's more RM World Travel coming right up. Stick around and keep listening.
0: Today's edition of RM World Travel is coming right back, and you can also stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com.
2: Are your summer plans looking a little different this year? Well, let HelloFresh instantly spice up mealtime at home with seasonal fresh ingredients and mouthwatering recipes delivered to your door contact free. You can choose from more than 22 chef curated recipes each week, including low calorie, vegetarian and family friendly options. All you need to do is go to HelloFresh.com and use code Carrie to get $80 off, including free shipping on your first box. That's promo code Carrie for $80 off, including free shipping at HelloFresh.com or visit RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors.
4: We're all looking for ways to save money, so check out Gabby and see about getting a lower rate for the exact same coverage you already have. Gabby customers save $825 per year on average. They take the pain out of shopping for insurance, giving you an apples to apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers, such as Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. So take two minutes to see how much you can save on your car and homeowner's insurance. Go to slash carry. That's G A B slash carry, or visit armworldtravel.com.
0: To connect with the program, call 800 387 8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com.
4: Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Well, we're back and happy to have you here. And this segment is sponsored by HelloFresh.com that allows you to instantly spice up mealtime at home with seasonal fresh ingredients. And mouth-watering recipes delivered to your door contact-free. It's easy. All you do is choose from more than 22 chef-curated recipes each week, including low-calorie, vegetarian, and family-friendly options. Add your own bottle of wine, and you're good to go. Make any night feel extra festive with their surf and turf, craft burgers, and taste tours gourmet feasts. Say goodbye to never-ending meal planning and prepping this summer, because with HelloFresh, you can put meals on the table in as little as 20 minutes. HelloFresh features recyclable packaging and pre- proportion excuse me pre-portioned ingredients that cut down on home food waste so you'll feel good about using them rather than grocery shopping and you'll save about 40 percent compared to your local grocer we also like that you can easily change your delivery days add extra meals or skip a week whenever you want to fit your specific lifestyle so why not get started with america's number one meal kit at hellofresh.com And use the code CAREY, C-A-R-E-Y, and you'll get $80 off plus free shipping on your first order. That's promo code CAREY at HelloFresh.com for an $80 off offer and free shipping. You can also find a link at RMWorldTravel.com by looking under Sponsors. Not long ago, I read a fascinating article in the Wall Street Journal about the human brain and movement, which would include travel. It was adapted from a new book titled From Here to There, The Art of Science of Finding and Losing Our Way and the author is Michael Bond, our guest. He's a science writer and former editor at New Scientist magazine and in this column, Mr. Bond considered the effect on our brains as many as uh, many of us have been staying in one place, more or less, for the last five months. Uh, Mr. Bond, welcome to the show. Let's start with a definition of what you call mental wayfinding, can we?
6: Sure. So by mental wayfinding, I mean literally imagining yourself making journeys in your mind. Uh, So this could be you think of yourself traveling through a place that, that you know, that you know well, or, or around your home in, in the garden. Um, but you can also do it using a, using a map. If you're, if you're familiar with maps, you can uh, look at a map and imagine, uh, conjure up that, that landscape and imagine yourself making journeys. So it's, it's really physical traveling, but doing it in your mind.
4: Got it. And you also say that to the brain, something called social space is akin to physical space, configured by the same network of cells. What What is social space?
6: Yeah, so by social space, I mean when we imagine our friendship networks or, 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 or our families, um, we tend to imagine them as a, as a kind of map. And the brain, if you're trying to, if you're trying to work out, say, who, who someone is related to or how somebody knows someone else, the brain seems to use a sim- similar kind of circuitry neurocircuitry that it uses when it helps us actually find our way in physical space. So uh, the brain seems to treat that, that social space, that map of friends, if you like, the same way as if it were navigating the actual physical world.
4: Okay, so we've got, uh, we've got social space down and we've got mental wayfinding. So you write that since human history, we've dedicated a lot of our brain to learning about the space around us, how we fit in it's just all part of our dna and that during our lockdown this last five months we're in new territory that can be disorienting but mental wayfinding you say can be our friend at this time you mentioned prisoners held in solitary confinement for years some of whom suffer paranoia anxiety and a much much worse but some survive thanks to mental wayfinding what what have those lucky prisoners done that have survived
6: so when if you're isolated and i'm not really talking about uh, the kind of experience we, we've had recently but something much more extreme if you're in solitary confinement for, for a long time. It has a, a, a really awful effect on the brain, on, on our p- psychology uh, and it seems that the people who come out of that experience best, with their minds most intact, if you like, are those who have used their imagination and used their mind to, to navigate, to travel, if you like. So to keep those those neural circuits that, that help us navigate in, in the physical world to keep them
4: active. And, and you have um, an example yeah. or two, don't you?
6: Yep, so, um, uh, well, there's one uh, famous one that I, I talked to an, an Iraqi nuclear scientist who was imprisoned by Saddam Hussein for refusing to work on his nuclear weapon program. He endured 10 years of really harsh solitary confinement, and being a, a, a mathematician and a physicist, he conjured up Uh, mathematical problems and fractions and equations in his mind Uh, and this is a very spatial uh, enterprise uh, and solved them and that that kept him him healthy Um, and also uh, it's it's actually been quite well documented among prisoners in uh, supermax prisons and solitary confinement Uh, those who do best from that experience uh, are those who who, who conjure up those, those fantasy scenarios, if you like, imagine themselves roaming open places and, and walking through areas that, that they know. Um, so it's, that, it's that, that strong link between the brain circuitry that helps us in the physical world uh, and how it helps us navigate our, our mental world.
4: So the bottom line for us regular folks is that uh, because of our spatial brains, we can be explorers without even leaving our house or our neighborhood.
6: Exactly. Uh, and the, the, the trick is really just to keep that, that circuitry open, that, that, um, uh, that mechanism that helps us find a way in the real world. You can, you can activate that just in your imagination. It takes some practice. Some people are better than others, but uh, it keeps a healthy brain.
4: Michael Bond is a science writer. He's a former senior editor at The New Scientist. His new book is called From Here to There, The Art and Science of Finding and Losing Our Way. You can find more information by going to Michael Bond, all one word, michaelbond.co.uk. Michael, thanks so much for stopping by and uh, giving us a little look through the window of our brain. Thank you. Sure.
0: Thank you very much. We'll be right back.
4: With all the uncertainty in the world, feeling safe at home has never been more important. That's why you need to know about Simply Safe Home Security. Simply Safe has made it easy to finally get protection for your entire home. You order online, set it up yourself in under an hour, and your home is protected 24/7 with emergency dispatch for break-ins and more, for just 50 cents a day. Head to simplysafe.com/carry and get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. That's simplysafe.com/carry, that's C A R E Y, or for more info visit armworldtravel.com and look under sponsors.
7: Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans and Rocket Mortgage. During these challenging times, our commitment to providing you with the best mortgage experience remains. We understand that hardships may arise, and we're prepared to help. Mortgage rates remain near historic lows. If you think that now is the right time to refinance your mortgage, our home loan experts are available to help 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at rocketmortgage.com. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. And mlsconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans and Rocket Mortgage. During the challenging times we're all experiencing, our top priority is the health and safety of the communities we serve. And while it's true that things are changing rapidly every day, one thing that'll never change is our commitment to giving you the best mortgage experience. At Rocket Mortgage, our guiding philosophy of every client, every time, no exceptions, no excuses, exists for times like right now. We understand that hardships may arise, and we're prepared to help. If you currently work with us and need assistance with your mortgage, contact us 24-7 at rocketmortgage.com. As we all think about ways to save money, let me remind you that mortgage rates are near historic lows. If you think right now is the right time to refinance your mortgage, our home loan experts are available to help you 24 hours a day, seven days a week at rocketmortgage.com.
8: Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. And NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030.
4: Casper's done it again with all new mattresses. Are you waking up with back pain? Well, they've introduced the Zone Support Mattress. That's Casper's unique ergonomic system designed to keep your spine aligned when you sleep. There's also something brand new called AirScape, engineered foam layers with perforations that help regulate your sleep temperature. And now Casper is offering free content contactless delivery with free returns. Go to Casper.com and use code Cary for $100 off your mattress order, or you can visit armworldtravel.com. Terms and conditions apply. See Casper.com terms.
2: Are your summer plans looking a little different this year? Well, let HelloFresh instantly spice up mealtime at home with seasonal fresh ingredients and mouth-watering recipes delivered to your door contact-free. You can choose from more than 22 chef-curated recipes each week, including low-calorie, vegetarian, and family-friendly options. All you need to do is go to HelloFresh.com and use code CARRY to get $80 off, including free shipping on your first box. That's promo code CARRY for $80 off, including free shipping at HelloFresh.com or visit RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors.
9: Get out the map, get out the map, and lay
7: your finger anywhere
0: down. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again,
4: this is your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back. This portion of our national travel program is sponsored by relieffactor.com. Do you suffer from chronic pain or inflammation? Well, if so, Robert, Mary, and I want to try to get you out of that pain. With Relief Factor, you'll get all the pain relief benefits without the negative side effects of ibuprofen or other over-the-counter medications that can be harmful to your body. All you have to do is go to relieffactor.com, and you can easily order a three-week trial pack for just $19.95. Here's an email we got from Eileen, a show fan in Kentucky, who writes, Thank you, Robert, Mary, and Rudy. I received my Relief Factor six weeks ago. Sheltering at home, my pain was only getting worse to the point where walking was a problem. I'm only 57 years old, but want you to know that I'm walking pretty normally again and dancing to music on the television. You've totally changed my life, and I really love the show. Thanks so much. You can't know what Relief Factor has done for me. Well, now we do. Take it from Eileen and us. Stop popping those harmful over-the-counter painkillers. Relief Factor contains just four simple ingredients that work. For less than you'd spend on a cup of daily coffee, you can now get a three-week supply for only $19.95 by going to relieffactor.com, or you can find a direct link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Courtney Sexton is a writer and researcher based in Washington, D.C., who studies human-animal interactions. But today, we're asking her on the show to discuss a much more serious topic, which is to say, the history of the slip and slide. You know what that is. It's a long strip of plastic the kids lay out in the grass to which you attach a hose and then take a running start and slide right down. Well, in early July, Ms. Sexton wrote an article on that iconic summer product for Smithsonian Magazine. Courtney, welcome to the show.
9: Thanks for having
4: me. Was this assigned to you or did you just wonder one day, where did this come from?
9: You know, we like to, at a Sunday magazine, especially in the summer, do fun pieces on innovations of, you know, we've done in the past, you know, the ice cream cone or, um, you know, things that are, are relevant for the summer season. And this year, with a lot of people spending a lot more time at home, Slip and Slides were flying off the shelves, so so, so give us a, a little piece. <laughs> give us a little
4: history of the Slip and Slide. How did it come to be?
9: Sure. So... Um, Robert Carrier worked um, for a, a boat company, and he came home from from work one day in the 60s to find his son and friends playing on their driveway. And they had set up a hose, and they were just kind of running and sliding on the driveway to beat the heat in California. Um, and Carrier thought, oh, my God, these kids are going to injure themselves. Um so he brought home the next day or a couple of days later a roll of naugahyde, which is a, a thick roll of plastic. And he said, here, use this instead. It'll be safer. Um, and thus was born the idea.
4: And this was back in 1960 that Robert Carrier came home with that naugahyde. And then they started doing it. And then he figured he, he, could, he could make something of it. And you he, he attach a hose and run the water down the side of it with holes on the, uh, the longitudinal uh, or the length of it. Uh, that water can come out. You put a stopper at the end, and you've got a slip and slide, and he actually filed a patent for it in September of 1960. And then he, uh, he, well, he was off to the races, wasn't he?
9: that's right that's right um he had a, a friend of a friend knew someone up at whammo um which was the the toy company responsible for a lot of the super popular
4: like hula toys hoops at that
9: time aren't they the hula <laughs> like hoops the hula guys? hoop yep. yep and the super ball um frisbee some of the real classic yes some of the real classic american toys um and they they uh, signed on for his patent and um, it was an instant hit.
4: And and he eventually sold it, and I presume it had to be for a pretty significant amount of money.
9: Yes, I would say so. Um, I believe I, I spoke with Tim Walsh, um, who's a really incredible expert on um, toys, and he has a book about Whammo and a lot of their products. and. Um, you know he thinks it's probably their their highest grossing toy of all time and, and by the time carrier um you know was bought out completely in the 80s i'm i'm sure he he had a, a pretty good a pretty good sum to go home with
4: <laughs> and he's no longer with us right robert carrier correct hmm.
9: he passed away yes
4: that is and, right. and real um, fast because we only have about less than a minute left but i was interested to see that they don't recommend anyone over 12 using a, using a slip and slide because there had been an, some adults doing it and they're so heavy and they run so far and then they crash at the end and and there have been some bad injuries.
9: That's right there's you know because of the the physics and and kind of the weight limits of it and people just being you know we can even adults we can tend to be irresponsible sometimes um the company could start putting an age limit on the packaging um to reduce the that uh the potential injuries that might happen.
4: All right so you're thinking as an adult of slipping and sliding don't do it but let the kids do it. Um, you can find Courtney Sexton's article by going to smithsonianmagazine.com. She is a writer and researcher based in DC, and normally she studies human animal interaction, but in this case she was studying slip and slide in human interaction. Courtney, thank you. <laughs> thanks very much for for a little background on one of those items you see a lot but don't really know much about.
9: Absolutely, thanks for having me, Rudy.
4: We'll be right back.
1: nice to have all of you back with us for segment 10 or our j block of this two-hour live broadcast mary and i appreciate you being part of our world travel get together before we head out to colorado springs for today's museum gallery a quick word about travel pro luggage
2: whether you're taking a late summer road trip heading back to college or on the move for business whenever travel does return for you be better than ever with the best bag in hand robert and i travel with their platinum collection rudy uses the max light series they have other collections as well and one of the most important items that helps ensure a successful trip is quality luggage it certainly is it's
1: been my favorite luggage now for at least 20 years and Travel Pro luggage is the choice of flight crews and frequent travelers as they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. They're offering a number of specials right now at travelpro.com. You'll also find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors.
2: Okay, originally slated for an early spring 2020 grand opening. Like many things these days, the pandemic put a temporary hold on the opening of the United States Olympic and Paralympic Museum in Colorado Springs. They did, however, just celebrate their grand opening this past Thursday, and here to tell us about it for our latest museum gallery segment is Peter Mayoral, their chief communications
1: officer. Nice to connect with you, Peter. Mary and I welcome you to RM World Travel. Glad to be with you. Congratulations on the grand opening. It's clearly been a busy week. It's just two days ago now you officially opened. Tell us how it went and are you expecting visitors this weekend?
8: Uh, The the grand opening went exceptionally well. Uh, We were very, very pleased with uh, the response of our local community that's been so supportive of the project, of media, uh, of our donor community, And uh, we had a very full day of guests yesterday, and um, we have very nice scheduled attendance uh, throughout the weekend and and into next week.
2: Oh, that's that's great great news. So this museum really sounds like it was no small undertaking, Uh, just so our listeners get an idea. Located in a 60,000-square-foot building in downtown Colorado Springs, 12 galleries that sound like they really take visitors through the entire journey of the athlete, including the training process, which I think... It's fascinating. So talk with us a little bit about uh, the galleries and what people can expect.
8: Sure, so when our guests arrive, the first thing they'll experience in our atrium is a really incredible 40-foot LED media wall that we can activate with uh, photos and video content. Uh, We have the official Hall of Fame of the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic movements in the U.S. uh, that flanks that part of the atrium. Uh, Our galleries include, as you mentioned, an introduction to the Games that has one of only two known complete collections of Olympic torches anywhere in the world.
1: Uh, We
8: have our athlete training gallery where guests can uh, visit and and have six different Olympic and Paralympic sports that they get to participate in in a very incredible high-tech interactive way. Uh, We have a lab that's focused on science and technology of the Games. Uh, One of the most important for our athletes is the Parade of Nations. Uh, It's a relatively small gallery, but it's... Um, a virtual 360 degree video and immersive experience as though you are walking into the Parade of Nations with Team USA. Yeah, that must be something uh, we also, to experience, have, we also yeah. have a gallery that's focused on summer games and winter games um, and then a media gallery that has a timeline of short films about every single games going back to 1896.
2: Wow. All right. So we did a little research and obviously with the condition and the state that we're in today with this pandemic, we know that you're operating with you know, really tight protocols in place. You do have to make reservations as you do with basically all museums right now that are open. So all this high tech, high tech technology, is it all available and open? Is is the experience full as it stands right now, even with the current state of the conditions with the pandemic?
8: It is. We are 100% open, and you're right, that we're, we're very focused on uh, the safety of our, our staff team and our guests, and so have done several things to ensure um, that that is, is mm-hmm. the way we're operating, and um, so far, so good.
1: Okay, great. You know, what we found interesting and somewhat surprising, Peter, and frankly, the reason we invited you to join us on the show today to showcase this new museum, it's really the first museum of its kind to celebrate Olympians and Paralympians here in the US. So I'm curious, has any athlete perhaps weighed in on the design or somehow been able to put their stamp on the place during the planning process?
8: Absolutely. We've had quite literally dozens of Olympic and Paralympic athletes that have engaged with us. Uh, We have three athletes on our board of directors, Uh, We've hired an additional eight athletes that are on our guest experience team um, that that interact with with visitors on a daily basis. But um, we have had, like I said, dozens of athletes from all generations of competition um, that have been engaged with us going all the way back to 2012 when the project was first thought of.
1: All right. Uh, Any names you want to give us? (laughs)
8: uh we've had bonnie blair has been very engaged john neighbor dick fosbury uh, michelle ducere farrell from the 1984 gymnastics team jim craig from the 1980 miracle on ice team and i could truly go on yeah so well
1: you gave us a few that's all right all right really quick we've got about 30 seconds so now that you're officially opened how many days a week can people visit give us an idea how they get tickets and what's the cost
8: we are open seven days a week. Um, you can visit usopm.org uh, for more information on tickets and memberships. And full price adult is twenty four ninety five, and sixteen ninety five for youth.
1: And how long do you think somebody really needs to go and truly enjoy the immersive experience?
8: If you don't plan on at least two hours, you're missing out. Okay, I well, there you go.
1: I'm going to give that website again to everybody. It is usopm.org. usopm.org. Thank you very much for sharing this with us today, Peter.
8: Thanks for having me. Thanks,
1: Please. Peter. Bye bye. All right. There goes Peter. That's a good way to end the show, especially uh, with sports starting to come back. You know, it's questionable how long it's going to continue. If you're interested in Olympic sports, go check it out. That's going to put a wrap on our two-hour travel get-together for today. Thanks for being here with Mary and me and Rudy. Special thanks to all of our guests who appear on the show today with us. Thanks to our show team, our network affiliates, and our sponsors, and certainly to all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Stay safe, everyone, and have a great rest of the week.